Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Find 20% off the Brute range at Chemist Warehouse, now starting from just $4.99. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Thursday the 24th of Feb, 6 o'clock. And well, coming up on the show for you today, we've got a nice wee show for you. Good guests coming on the show. But I just have to react to, to Emma's um, news about sharing, sharing the vapes. Look, I, I have a bad habit sometimes and I might often drift off and, and see some random over there and say, can I just have a little chug on your, your vape? I'm going to change my habits. I'm going to change my ways. That is no good in the world that we live in today. So I won't be going around sharing vapes. Just had to admit my, my dirty little habit that I tend to have when I have a few drinks. Haven't had a drink in three weeks, Bears. You wouldn't know that. But anyway, I'm uh, three weeks over. How good? Feeling amazing. Anyway, coming up on the show, that's enough. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk some basketball very shortly. New Zealand's National Basketball League, the NBL, will be expanding in 2024 with the Bay of Plenty Stingrays joining now the latest te- joining, and now the latest team will be the Queenstown-based team. I don't think they'll have any problems trying to fill that roster, and Carl Budge is part of the consortium behind the team and will come on the show to shed more details on this news. Great to see NBL expanding. You have to remember the Otago Nuggets proudly owned by Team SCNZ. How good. And Hutchie. So there you go. NBL making big gains in the basketball world in New Zealand. Basketball is flying at the moment. Not over in Australia, I must say. The Breakers have been doing it pretty um, tough over there. So, um, But good news. Good news for Queenstown. Um, I'm sure them. The mayor, Jim Bolt, will be flying and ready to uh, welcome that great news. And then following that, we're going to talk some uh, horse racing. Hope you all followed Baz and myself yesterday when we tipped a little bit of Barsi into Miss Ella. Eh? What a champ, Miss Ella. Steamed home. 
Michael McNabb doing the poo counter at the at the finish line and telling everyone, well, he just won so, so good. I watched that race outside while I was pumping water out of my neighbour's um, paddock because it stinks. Um, yeah, just doing my good neighbourly things that I do. Um, but, yeah, watch that race. What a, what a champ and, and a little bit of bossy. So, Baz had a wee fill-up. Hope you all followed us, in, uh, followed us in yesterday and had a wee fill-up as well. Well, today... Hopefully we can find you some more winners as we chat to talented trainer Lauren Brennan, who has some nice runners on set at Otaki, Otaki I must say. Um, yes, she has Packing Rockstar. I backed that when it won and paid eleven bucks back in December, so it's a good horse. Um, she's got a couple other runners as well, so she's going to come on at uh, about seven forty-ish to to have a wee chat about her runners this weekend. And then after eight, the other day we spoke to Guzzler Brody Retellick and wrapped into Anton Leonard Brown about his poor form on the golf course and playing cards. Horrible at 500. I actually had Sam Kane um, send me a video straight after the other day because he obviously heard the news that Guzzler came and ripped them out on, on live radio that he was horrible at 500. He sent me a video and they've just smoked um, Brody and Anton at cards. So he's coming on. Anton's coming on after eight to just, wow. See how he's going, how, what, what, how he's tracking, when's he going to return back to the rugby field. He messaged uh, the other day, seven games of golf, zero minutes on the rugby field. So he's a professional golfer at the moment. Looking forward to chatting to Anton. And then finish the, the, the day off the show, we're going to talk to Matt Henry as uh, the second test match. Baz is off to Christchurch tomorrow to join up with the Spark team and call that test match here at Hagley Oval in Christchurch. And, well, we're going to have a chat to Matt Henry uh, later on today about his preparation during the week, what the pitch is looking like, what his expectations are heading into tomorrow's test match against the Pro Tears in Christchurch. So that is our show. Hope you enjoy it. We're going to do our best to rip through it. We've got some, uh, the Halbergs were on last night as well, so we'll chat a bit about that. Bit of a bit of a night for canoe racing with um, Lisa Carrington and Gordon Walker taking out uh, most of the awards. Uh, we'll react to that throughout the day. But like always, want to hear from you on the text machine, double eight, double three, anytime, anything you want to share with us, or give us even, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your voice. 0800 150 That is our show for you today. That's enough of me. I'm going to say hey to the team in Auckland. Uh, Joe, so Joe's back, and apologies if there's a few little technical difficulties throughout the morning. He's just coming back. He's new to the team. Um so we'll welcome him back into the into the fold. And then we've got Keza, Keza over there. And then we've got M doing the news. She's doing a lovely job, I must say, M. And uh, we've got Baza, Skip McCullough, who honestly, you can't, you probably, if you have a look on the app, you could probably see the video. He is looking dapper today, I must say. And his nice little denim pole. What's that little, is that denim button up? Well, talk to me, mate. Short sleeve, guns out. Very good morning, everyone. How's everyone? Hope you're all well. Ricardo, your studio looks magnificent. Hello. Thanks, brother. Joe. Hello, Kez. Hello, M. M. Oh, I can yes, see uh, Ricardo. Where is he? I'm actually on an aeroplane. I'm on an aeroplane. Oh, there you are. Did you not see Rick there? Ah, my screen was down. Singlet on as well. Warriors. Is that a Warriors cap? No, it's a county, uh, county leash uh, Gaelic football cap. Oh, oh. Mixing it up, mate. Mixing it oh, up. There you go. Nice. And then the Manchester Knight of Banners in the background. Bit of Iron Maiden. You've got it all going on there. Um, 
Yeah, no, so I've got to jump on a plane, is that's why. And I think, you know, it's always yep. nice to wear a collared shirt when you travel, just one of those, you know, mm. old school things. So, hence, um, yep. yeah. I actually thought I might have a little game of golf when I get down to Christchurch, but nah, everyone's out. So, uh, I've got some work to do. So, we'll go and that hat. And do that, catch I up some mates down hat. there. Oh, you love the hat, eh? Yeah, the ace. Hey, um, what a fill up, Miss Ella. Little bit of bossy. Yeah. The boys got paid. <laughs> <laughs> and in an emphatic style as well. Just boom to the front. Mm. Dictate terms. Smack. Lay them down. How good. And then, as you say, Nabba just giving a good celebration going across the line. I've got something a little bit later for us around Nabba in, in our Love Racing update, but I'll save it for that. But, yeah, that was a good. I love when you, you know, a little midweek fill up on the punt. Yeah, they're never easy yeah. to do, you know. You say you normally save it all for the big days, but well, if you ever get a hold of it, but to fill up midweek is just significant sort of milestone, you know. Put a little bit of put a little bit in the bank to really have a crack. Come uh, come group one weekend, I think even Ricardo got paid. You backed us in, didn't you, Rick? Mate, I did it. I, I took your tip, took his east tip, put them together, mate. But I only I only put a tenner on, but it returned one hundred and twelve. So I was quite happy with oh, that. Oh, dear. Ricardo, Ricardo, shh, the wife might be listening. Mate. Oh, yeah, shh, shh, she shh, might Don't worry, listening. it's not there anymore because <laughs> I chucked a whole lot on United <laughs> and Ajax to win today. And if that comes in, then I'm up about yeah. 500, so. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> See, we're just, bank just money. doing our bit to get his little bank money so he can chuck it on the sports betting because that's how Ricardo loves to bet. Nice, Ricardo. Well done, brother. Oh, awesome, awesome. <laughs> and you, 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 it was actually, Baz, yesterday, that, like, you have those days in the midweek, you get a lot of roughies coming in, and it's pretty tough betting sometimes, but yesterday it was pretty spot on, eh, with, with the way that um, the odds were going, like, a lot of the favourites coming through, a lot of the hot horses really getting up, so it was, it was actually relatively, it's never easy to punt, but when you're looking back, it's relatively easy to actually pick a couple of winners. I think you took Renocchio, Renoc- how do you say that name? Uh, as well, yeah, that got up. Um, yeah, I had um, the one in, in race number one, Sam Weatherly. Um, that was one of the back favourites. Uh, I can't remember. She was well, perfect. She was party or something like that. That one. So, like when you look back, hey, you, you could have had a real solid fill up if you if you followed just like a rock, rock and Ono. It was called a rock yeah. and Ono. Yeah, so I actually had no, I had a multi rock and Ono into a little bit bossy into Masella. So that was a nice little touch. Oh. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good old day, I'll tell you. I'll give it back, though. I'm, done. I'm under zero <laughs> illusions that that's going to leave my TAB account and make its way to my bank account. <laughs> it is dead set. Just, it's passing through. I'm just a custodian of that mm. money until it finds its rightful place back with the TAB, you know? Oh, yeah. I understand it. I understand life as a punter. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it, you, know? Oi, you go to draw it out. Yeah, it takes two weeks to get to your bank account, so uh, you know, just just <laughs> just be aware of that. And you're like, two weeks, man. There's a yeah. meeting coming up. Now nah, I'll just save it for then. I'll I'll double it and then I'll take it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Next minute you got nothing. <laughs> yeah, you done it. You're reloading again. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh well. Yeah. Good show, mate. Good show coming up. Anyway. So I'm look, hey, I'm looking forward to talking to Lauren Brown, actually. Uh, Brennan, 
because um, she's mm. Anton Leonard Brown. We've got Lauren Brennan. Crikey, it's all very confusing. But no, I'm looking forward to talking to Lauren Brennan because she had, they're they're long in the market in the Group One on Saturday. They're yep. at Otaki, but they're they're a couple of nice horses and they've got a really good little team. Eh? And it'll be good to talk to her and just let us uh, let us in on on what she thinks her chances are in the race and packing Rockstar and Vigor winner both a couple of six year olds who are at about thirty one in the market, but they might be right. There's no the horses mm. don't know what they're paying in the group one. Eh? Nah. And as far as they're concerned, they are there as the starters count. So no, it'll be good to talk to her. The Anton Leonard Brown chat I think could get a little loose. I'm a little concerned about that, you know. Uh, Anton Anton Leonard oh. Brown, Izzy Dag. Yeah. Trying to have a little bit of a, yeah, he... a bit of a stitch up after <laughs> After Guzzler laying them to him the other day, that could get a little loose. Yeah, yeah, it could. Uh, he's he's very temperamental, old old Anton. We, we, yeah, we, but we we still have a little bit of banter back in the in the environment. But no, he's a, he's a good man. He's a good man. I, I just said to him last night because um, we were hoping we were going to chat to to Moana Pacifica today. Uh, just just to get a reaction and see how they're going with with Aaron Aaron Major or Sakopi Kipu, the captain. Um, but uh, they they're just kind of just laying low within their environment, which is fully understandable. Um, so they weren't able to come to the fold, and and then so I just approached Anton last night just to get a wee update how the Chiefs are going and how he's going because he hasn't played yet, uh, come back from injury and he's playing a ton of golf. So I'm sure there's <laughs> nothing wrong with his body because that's probably the way that the body has to turn playing golf. You know, it, it pulls every single muscle and bone in your body. Um, but yeah, just get a wee update of how the Chiefs going because honestly, I had I did a podcast with Jeff Wilson yesterday, and I was talking about the Crusaders, and I just had to say, look, honestly, like I think the Chiefs, the, the way they're innovating the game, the game plan is a different picture to what other, all teams in New Zealand are doing. Everyone's playing a lot off nine, playing the pod system, having two two um two back doors out out behind the pod, so if they need to go wide, I think we've been doing that for the last what seven, eight years. The Chiefs are, lo- are playing a lot of 10 with Josh Uwani in the game. They're having runners. They're having ball runners running good lines, just real one-on-one lines. So they're just changing the picture and they're innovating. I think that's a, a big head-off to, to Clayton McMillan and Roger Randall coming in and just trying something different and different pitches and getting Brody Guzzaretalic in positions where he can do Brody things. Um, yeah, I'll be hugely impressed. So... I'll be keen to chat to to um, Anton about that as well coming up uh, after eight o'clock. I want to so, talk yeah, got to him a nice about show. His, uh, I want to talk to him about his um, racing setup because he, he's mm. a horse racing man. I've seen him at the mm. sales and he's been sort of knocking around in the old Tenkara and tent and, and with uh, the the Tiaki boys. So I wanted to see what his horse ownership structure is looking like and. Uh, and he might even be able to give us a winner. Text him and, and ask him to bring a winner on for us. He must be, he okay. must be in the know a little bit. Yeah, yeah I will. Looking forward to that. And then Matt Henry as well. After uh, yeah, Anton Leonard Brown, of course, he was the first Test hero, and the next Test starts tomorrow. Ricardo's just sent through on our group, on our WhatsApp group. This is the reason Bears can't do the show from the Eddington Studio tomorrow down at Christchurch because he has a six a.m. tea time. <laughs> no, Ricardo, it is not that. It's it might just too to cynical, Bears. Too cynical. And, and do a full day's <laughs> test match, <laughs> which is very important. It's the first day of a test match. Now, if, if you're not a cricket person, it probably doesn't make much sense to you. But if you're a cricket person, you know the first day of a test match, the history that goes in behind test cricket. And I get the opportunity to call it. So 
I'm uh, very excited to get down and, and be a part of that. You're on your and, own, and Ricardo. I'm of off too. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I knew Baz wasn't here tomorrow, and then I get the message this morning, is he going, oh, I've got to leave at 7 because I've got to go to the airport. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, though. Hey, we're busy, man. We're, we're busy. <laughs> Speaking of the Black Caps, they uh, they obviously picked up a Halberg Award last night, and and the Halberg Awards mm. um, were held, and of course Lisa Carrington taking out the the major award there again. What a absolute superstar she is! There's actually a horse racing today at Wanganui called Carrington, so it's about nine dollars the market. But if you're into Omen bets, that might not be a bad one for you. Um, but then Kane Williamson getting Sportsman of the Year, um, which was a fantastic accolade. Um, for for him and of course Black Caps taking out team of the year as well, which is just really it's it's makes you pretty proud, mate, to be fair, because you know, I remember what it was like when about ten years ago when well it might not even have been that long ago, and where we sat amongst international cricket and, and the depths that we had sort of sunk to and to now see that um that your black cap side they're constantly challenging for these sort of these types of awards and Everyone has their own mm. thoughts on the Halberg Awards, but you know, ultimately, it's still recognition for a, a standout um, year for them, and and that recognition is, is really cool. So, as a as a past sort of player and past captain, it was, uh, it was yeah, I was pretty proud to watch watch them accept that award last night, and um, and I'm sure the boys, you know, they won't get too carried away about the adulation that comes with things like this, but you know, it's still a, a nice thing to be ticking off, and and um, I'm I'm sure they'll they'll. Be able mm. to celebrate it at some stage, maybe at the end of this test match. But yeah, pretty cool. Did you watch the awards, bro? I did. I did. I jumped in bed um, and I chucked them on. They they started about eight thirty, mate. And I'll be honest, I'm usually snoring about nine thirty. But I watched the start and I, I seen Kane get up and do his speech. And uh, like I just want yes, just really uh, agree with what you've just said, mate. Like they've last couple of years, they've just really showcased um, consistency, um, just professionalism. Not only here as well, they've done it abroad, which is a tough, tough ask every single time. So uh, they fully deserved all their awards and, and Team of the Year just showcased. Is that the first time um, the, the Black Caps have got Team of the Year? Uh, I would imagine so, mate. Um, not yeah. 100% sure on that, but I, I would imagine so. Uh, you know, there's oh, there's many great teams and you think of the partnerships mm. that, that we've seen throughout you know, the Olympics and, and all the various teams, the All yeah. Blacks, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, they normally have a lock on it, the All Blacks, but for um for the Black Caps to achieve it's pretty pretty cool, mate. No, but we can awesome, talk a little man. bit we might we might dive a bit more into that, eh? The Hellbergs when we come back on the other side. There's a little bit of controversy around it as well, which we can always bring up. J Mac. No J Mac. <laughs> this horse race is not considered <laughs> part of the Hellbergs. I know. Well, we might get back to that. Give us a text as well, double eight, double three. If you watched the Hellbergs last night, any surprises for you? Um, or even better, give us a call on the Kennard's Tire phone line, and we'll talk through it, and we can have a chat around whether you think the awards were bang on, or uh, or someone else should have got the accolades. Uh, Karen Kez just uh, text through Black Caps won their first time in 1999. Of course, they did this right when they beat England over in England in that Test series. So nice. Nice oh, touch, yeah. Kiss. Good info. So sure, we'll, we'll do that when we come back, eh? A little bit more Halberg chat. But uh, for now, you are listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. And it's a big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 
20% off the Brute range at Chemist Warehouse, now starting from just $4.99. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Oh, Joe. Joe, man. Play some music, bro. <laughs> I warned you. I warned you. You're slipping, Joe. Oh, man. One week holiday, you come back and you're doing that. Anyway, he'll learn. He'll learn throughout the morning. Uh, we're going to talk some Halbergs. We're going to chat some Halbergs right now. We're just a couple of minutes away from 6.30 News with Emma. And uh, we want to talk for you. I'm going to go through the winners and then we're going to talk about the unlucky names, the unlucky winners, not you know, people that didn't even get nominated. So we're going to go through uh, the list. E- emerging talent was Erica Fairweather. She's 17 years of age and she made the 400 metre freestyle finalist in Tokyo. And wow, she's got a huge, huge future at only 17 years of age. So well done to to Emma, and then coach of the year was Gordon Walker. Canoe racing, it was, well, it was their night, really. Canoe racing dominating the award. So Gordon Walker, that was his sixth uh, win for coach of the year. Sportswoman of the year was Dame Lisa Carrington, uh, her first of many in canoe racing. Team of the year, Black Caps. Well, they have been fantastic for the last couple of years and deserve that award. Last one, that award was in 1999. Thank you Keza for that little bit of detail. And then Sportsman of the Year, Kane Williamson, cricketer. Um, just an absolute fantastic ambassador of the sport and what a classy player he is as well. So um, yep, Sportsman of the Year going to cricket and Team of the Year cricket. Uh, Para-Olympics, uh, para-athlete was Sophie Dame, Sophie Pascoe. Wow, that's probably her a seventh time I think she's won this award and she's also won the Supreme, I'm pretty sure. Um, well done to Dame Sophie Pascoe. And then the Halberg Award winner was Dame Lisa Carrington. So Lisa's night and Canoe Racing's night as well with Gordon Walker winning Coach of the Year. But we want to chat, Baz, and chat quickly about the pl- uh, the names that were left off. And you le- you had one. You had one um, uh, just before we went to a wee break. James the J Mac McDonald, and it's a great question: Is horse racing considered an, a sport within the Halberg, uh, you know, community? I know there's judges and and, and how it's all um, being judged and the criteria behind it, but surely J Mac must have been in the fold, mate, with fifty six Group Ones uh, in his career, and he hasn't even been spoken about. Surely. Well, oh, that's right, mate. Sorry, I was just I was struggling to concentrate there. I've got this mosquito in my studio and I can't track it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's really pissing me off. <laughs> so, so, this fly is too it's too clever for me, I tell you. It's one nil the mosquito. Um yeah, look I think J Mac it's an interesting one. Uh, horse racing can be a little para, uh, a little polarizing for some mm. people, right? Um I I don't like you Clearly, I don't believe it, it should be, but for some people, they do find it um, not their sort of caper. So maybe that's one of the reasons, and maybe that's why um, uh, Israel was at Asanya as well. Maybe that's just a little, a little brutal for them too. But uh, I don't know, mate. I think J Mac. I mean, he can't do much more. He rode ten, nah. 10 um, winners throughout the carnival, which has never been done before. It's the most amount of winners that's ever been ridden in the Melbourne Cup carnival. Um, and to not even really get a mention, it's like, well, oh, it's a bit stiff. You know, he's won the Melbourne Cup. He's won, mm. well, the, what other, well, he won everything pretty much, you know. He's he's cleaned up and he's dominating that sport over in Australia. So he's not just, you know, doing it here, but he's doing it over there. But, I mean, it's really difficult, isn't it? There's just so many great Kiwi sportswomen and sportsmen. So, 
No, it's, it's really tough, but I would have loved to have seen him be recognised in amongst that. And He spoke, when we mm. caught up with him the other day, which was a great interview, he spoke with quite a bit of an Aussie accent, I must say. So maybe we need to just yeah. keep giving him New Zealand awards <laughs> so he remembers that he's a good, strong Kiwi boy. He's from Kaipaki, remember? Jeepers, <laughs> hey? J-Mate, you take that accent back to Kaipaki and the boys will bloody will touch you up. But <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, that's we can keep talking that throughout the morning anyway, because we are now coming up to six thirty in the morning. Is you know what that means? Yep. We're to get over mm. to Emma. Emma with the news for Kubota. She'll be the last man, last man, last woman standing as well in the studio. Anyway, here's Emma with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Joe, <laughs> Joe, you are, Joe, you are so quirky. Ooh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. I, I was just listening to this because yeah, look, everyone all gets a bit down, you know, with the whole uh, COVID stuff. Pretty much everyone's isolating or knows someone who's isolating. So you know, it's it, it's just a cloud away. It's. Ha- I'll be optimistic. How are you? Have you bounced back, mate? Have you bounced back? Yeah, well, I, I didn't get it, but two of my flatmates have it. Um, so I've just been uh, staying in my room, um, trying to keep away from them. But I've had, like, three negative tests. So, hey, your man's back. I'm invincible. Oh, cool. I'm invincible, he says. Good work. But I'm invincible. Okay. Good stuff, Joe. Very quirky. Very, very quirky choice of music. But it's good to have you back, mate. Didn't realise you started at 6.32 this morning, while the rest of us started at 6, but anyway, good to have you back, my son. Um, hey, Em, great to hear that you've recognised cricket in your news, too. That's fantastic. That's a real development, too. So, welcome aboard, another cricketing fan for the Black Caps. <laughs> right, time for our Love Racing update. <laughs> Love Racing, thoroughbred ownership, the thrill of ownership with your mates, enter at loveracing.nz slash Share the thrill for your chance to win a 10% share in a racehorse. Oh, I think we've already given that one away, actually. Update the run sheet, eh, lads? Anyway. <laughs> Where are we going, Love Racing, today? We are going to go to Wanganui. Hey, we mentioned Michael McNabb before. Is? Yeah. Yeah. And he won that stakes race yesterday. Work this one out. Wanganui. What's the drive time from uh, Cambridge to Wanganui? Anyone know? Roughly? At least four, surely. Mm. Okay. So group one jockey, gun jockey, making the trip down to Wanganui today. For two, well, he's got three rides. Race one, race two, race three. And then he goes home. I smell a rat. To me, that says, whatever he is riding that's short in the first few races, get on. Well, I think I found a couple. In race one, the Wanganui Chronicle two-year-old. He was on a Tony Pike-trained a uh, horse called Total Recall, drawn three, paying $2.20. Tick first box of this of this this little uh, story. Race three, Wanganui Taranaki owners, benchmark 65. He's on a horse that's drawn the two. Lebanese trader, $2.60. There's your bet of the day, surely. $2.60 and $2.20, or $2.20 and $2.60 multi. Michael McNabb, race one, race three, total recall, Lebanese trader. Not a bad little way to get your, start, get your 
Thursday started down in uh, down in Wanganui. What do you think of that? Oh, I like that. Like that best. Uh, returning about twelve bucks, a little ten dollar bet, hundred and twenty bucks there for you for you, um, Ricardo. So there's another little little leeway for you, brother. A little lead into hopefully getting you a bit of pocket money for your sports betting. Just and, just loading uh, up now, mate. I had just a wee look. Up now. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> look, we talk about omen bets, omen bets. I've gone to race two bears today. I've gone to race two mm. at Wanganui. Look, I'm not going to do it. I'm not suggesting this. But number seven, Daisy Daisy. It's on debut. Oh, Daisy. It's paying 13 bucks. It's paying 13 bucks. It hasn't had a race yet. Unlucky. Uh, so <laughs> it's damn as Bexley. Uh, look, uh, yeah, Daisy Daisy. Could be a fiery, could be a fiery old horse. Could go really good at the start and then just fizzle out as age gets a hold of it. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. Or> Brave <laughs> man. She's still asleep, isn't she? She's still asleep. Oh, she's still asleep. <laughs> she's asleep. Uh, she starts she listening from my seven. coffee, innit? <laughs> <laughs> she brings my coffee at about ten past seven. It's all my favourite part of the morning. But yeah, Daisy, Daisy. That's uh, that's that's a a, a bet if I'm going to follow my heart. But I'm going to follow you with that with Nabba. Um, one and three. I'm going to follow Nabba's horses, and I think I'm going to get paid twelve bucks. That's that's good for me, bud. Thank you for those little lead-ins. Yeah. All right. Well, there's our little love racing update. Wanganui meeting today. Heaps of racing coming up on the weekend as well, including the the Group One at Otaki, the old cheapo mm. cars weight for age classic over the mile. And we're going to talk to Lauren Brennan about her chances in that pack and rock star and figure winner. A little bit later on, long in the market, but the horses don't know that. We've also got a great meeting at Matamata on Saturday too, which is the J Swap Breeders Stakes Day, where they've got the two-year-old races and, of course, the uh, the big Breeders Stakes race too. So looking forward to all of that, and that is our Love Racing update, oh. of course, loveracing.nz. For all your thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, and more, thank you, Kez. Very good update on the run sheet. Excellent work. We love you, love racing. Right, it's time for us to move on to our next thing. It's Quizzy Dag. We love Quizzy Dag, yeah. too, if you want to take on the Is Master. Now, I'm feeling real generous because I'm going to be at the pub at about mm, 2 o'clock this afternoon, so I am excited. So if you need a little phone a friend, just hang out. I'm here for you. Give us a call if you want to take on the Is Master. Quizzy Dag, you win yourself a $50 bonus bet with the TAB and make some cash on a Thursday. Call now, 0800 Quizzy Dag. A quiz for the ages to prove yourself. The quiz master, the is master, stay with me. Or oh, this might be an absolute disaster. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, if you think you got what it takes, give us a call on 0800 150 <laughs> Oh, I haven't heard that one for a while. Oof. Okay, okay. We'll have to bust the rhyme soon. We'll have to think of, We're going to do a new one. We're going to bring a new uh, Quizzy Dag rap very, very shortly. Because after yesterday's uh, little debacle with the men in black, well, it's only fitting, really. Anyway, time to move on. We're going to talk some Quizzy Dag and give you a chance to win $50 TAB bonus bet. bet and maybe you can follow us in... So Wanganui today. Anyway, we're going to go to Luke in Dunedin. Morning, Luke. Morning, boys. How are we? 
We're very uh, good, Lukey. How are you, bud? Not too bad, actually. Not too bad. Yes, the one. I'm heading to Dunedin tomorrow, mate. I'll see you. I'll see you down there at the Octi, eh? About 9.30 at night. No, when we go near there, there's too much COVID <laughs> coming around here now. <laughs> I'll feel you. I'll see you at the castle then. Yeah. All good. Just All right, don't mate. Uh, <laughs> 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 Here we go. Question number one. Which city is the new sales NBL franchise set to be located in 2024? Um, well, Queenstown, is that a city? Oh, yeah, yep. good point. That's it. There you go. Well, it's called, it it's Queenstown, to be fair. It's not Queen town. City. Ah, there you go. Which town? <laughs> Which town is the new south? There you go. Queens is a town. Shock cares. Man, you boys are going to get it in a minute. Okay, here we go. Question number two. <laughs> Question number two, Lukey. Who won... The Halberg Supreme Award last night. Oh, that was Lisa. That was easy. There was Lisa. Question number three. <laughs> Which 10-day event will Richie McCaw attempt for the fourth time next month? Oh, um, I'll phone yeah. a friend on that one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Okay. Um, hey, 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 Zeus Zone. <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, I'll retract the phone. He's retracting. <laughs> Ricardo, Ricardo, have you got a clue, Ricardo? Uh, yeah, this has been over the years a nickname for New Zealand, if you like. It's what we like to refer to the place as. God Zone. God's own event thing. Hey. <laughs> Ricardo, there you go. The bears are saying a friend's still alive. Oh, not after you attracted <laughs> it. Luke, far out. Hey, us the need and folk me to stick together. You've just burnt me. Gone. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Question number four. <laughs> Question number four. Because I'm going to head to the pub later, so I'm happy today. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. My Manchester United take on Atletico Madrid in the Champions League round of 16 this morning. How many times have United won the Champions League? Five, four, three, two, one. I'll phone it up, Beth. <laughs> nah, nah, you're gone. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. <laughs> Have a good day, Luke. We're going to go to Simon uh, in Auckland. Good morning, Simon. Morning. Morning. You're up, Si. My Manchester Hang United. The playing in the. I'm good, brother. You're up. Manchester United playing in the Champions League round of 16 this morning. How many times have United won the Champions League? Uh, is it three? It is three. Well done. Well done. Question number five. To take it home, who is ranked the number one all-rounder in the world for women's cricket? Five, four, three, two, um, one. Is it Amelia Kerr? Need an answer. It is not Amelia no, Kerr. Not a bad Sorry, guess, Simon. Though. Good guess. I'm pretty sure. Shortly. Soon. It's only a matter of time. 
until she's number one. Anyway, going to get John and crush it. Morning, John. G'day, mate. How you doing? Yeah, very good, John. Very good, John. She's nice and cloudy out there. You don't happen to own Aikman's Pub, do you, John? What's that, Ben? You don't happen to own Aikman's Pub, do you? (laughs) Nah, not me, mate. (laughs) <laughs> oh bugger! I was hoping you did because I was wanting a free pint later today, you know. And I would have oh, been no, there, I don't think you that. Yeah. We'll send someone to get you one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good man. You'll get this one right then. Here you go. All right. <laughs> Question number five: <laughs> Who is ranked number one all rounder in the world for women's cricket? Oh yeah, nah. Um, I have no idea. Five. Yeah, no, you on a clue? Nah, it's all good. I should know, but I don't. All good, John. Thank you. All good, Thanks, mate. Thanks, John. We'll, uh, see you at Aikman's about 2.30, he reckons. He'll be there parked up on a stall. Yes, good man. spot, Bez. You'll love it. Yes, I'm sure I could organise you a free pint there, Bez. Anyway, we'll get you. Uh, we'll get that sorted later. Anyway, we're going to go Ben. Morning, Ben. I don't mind paying for my pint. How are you? Hey, Ben. How are you, bud? Good, brother. Good. Here we go. Good. Who is ranked the number one all-rounder in the world for women's cricket? Oh, I'm not sure if I'm proud to know this, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, Elise Theory. Oh, there you go. Elise Perry. She's outstanding. Over she's yeah, she's still going out with Matt Tumor. I think she's with Matt Tumor. Oh, really? The uh, number 12, yeah, the old Wallabies rugby player. She's bloody fantastic. Anyway, thank you very much, Ben. Stay online and the boys will sort out your $50 TAB voucher courtesy hey, what of was TAB. Those, um, what was those two you chucked up for Wanganui later? Uh, race days? one was um, uh, Total Recall and race three, Lebanese Trader. Michael McNabb, just follow. Just back him in race one, race three. I'll be chucking it straight oh, on. Good man. A little yeah, bit of 5.50 coming your way if that gets up, bud. Woo! Go <laughs> <Yeah>, well. <laughs> Love it. Hey, just, I know we've got to get off to um, a break quickly, but I just want to go back to my, my clue, my phone-a-friend clue. I said mm. Jesus zone. Is that, that's not too far. I thought that was quite a good cryptic clue. Rick? Yeah, it wasn't bad, mate. It wasn't bad. It's, it's certainly a, a better than kidney pool. <laughs> uh, point taken right <laughs> Six fifty-two in the morning here on Baz Izzy for breakfast we'll be back very soon Nice, Joe. You are now officially at work. Good stuff. 6.58 here in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Joe, we need to get a quick update. Obviously, it was only some two weeks ago that you um, you and your girlfriend, your first girlfriend who took your virginity, uh, virginity um, part of ways. How is uh, how is things running since then? How, how's, how's your 
How's your life, your relationship life going? Well, I mean, it hasn't been great over the past week since like the whole isolation stuff. It's not great. But hey, I, I've been messaging a girl, um, a, a girl Ooh. who's actually also lives in Wainsland, coincidentally. It would be bad. It would be. <laughs> it would be bad if I. <laughs> it would be bad if I went down to Wainsland to see this girl, right? Like, just I mean, I don't know what to do, like. Because I, I I might go down like in a few weeks and see her, you know. But then, do I have do I see my ex girlfriend? Do I tell her that I'm down there, or do I just hope that I don't see her? Thoughts? Ah, um, uh, she. Well, who who like who was more who who parted ways? Who was more? I mean, uh, her. Into, uh, yeah. Definitely her. On. Well, then, hundred percent. You go flaunt it right in front of her, okay. and you just walk straight <laughs> past her, and you just do everything. You you give her a nice big kiss right in front of her. Just do it all, mate. That's what I say. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what I thought you'd say, Izzy. Thanks, mate. <laughs> there you go. Just don't share the vape. That's all. That's what you got to make sure you don't do. So Wellington, you might. I hope she doesn't live in the city. Might not be able to get in there too too easily. Things might have cleared up by then. Nah, Joe will be. Oh, that's good, Joe. Joe. It's good Joe to have you back anyway, mate. Yeah, yeah. Good to have you back, and your that. music's really, really bang on. <laughs> right, we're coming up seven o'clock in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We've got on the other side of the news, we've got Carl Budge. We look forward to talking to him about the NZ NBL side down there in Queenstown, the expansion team. Until now, we're off for a McCafe, and we're going to cross over to Emma with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Chemist Warehouse, home to go healthy vitamins at the best prices. Now starting from just $9.99. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Yes, this is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ Thursday, the 24th of Feb. It's just after 7 o'clock. Thank you, Emma, for the news. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk some horse racing because we know you love it it's a big part of our show and we're going to talk to lauren brennan and she's got a few solid horses racing in saturday's group one el chipo group one there in autaki and packing rockstar vigor winner uh and uh i backed packing rockstar actually went at one in december at 11 bucks so yeah like ben says they are at long odds but they're still in the race and there's still a chance but yeah we're going to chat to her about their chances coming up this weekend, and she might lead us into a few others as well. And Baz, speaking of tips, Baz gave a few tips earlier on in the show. If you've missed those, they are today at Wanganui. Race one, Total Recall, written by Michael McNabb, and then Nabbers, race three, Lebanese trader. Well, he was in Pukakawi last night, uh, yesterday on Miss Ella, doing the Pukan as he crossed the finishing line in a fantastic style. He is driving couple of old hours to Wanganui to race. The Group 1 uh, jockey is, is driving to Wanganui to race in three races, and, well, you're only going to drive there if you're going to win. And so that makes sense. Total <laughs> recall, race one. <laughs> race three, Lebanese trader. There you go. And then after 8 o'clock, we're going to talk to um, Anton Leonard-Brown. We had uh, Brody Retallick on the other day giving Anton a little bit of stick, so we're going to talk to him. About the Chiefs, they've got the week off as Moana Pacifica has been cancelled. He's been playing more golf than throwing the rugby ball around, so we'll have a wee bit of banter with him. And then we're going to talk to Matt Henry. Matt Henry, he uh, player of the uh, of the match last match in the first test for the Black Cats. Well, they had a great night last night at the Halbergs, and we'll just chat to him about the week 
he's had, he's at home, so I'm sure he's nice and comfortable with his family, and uh, he would have got out on the golf course that he's been preparing and training really hard for the second test. So looking forward to chatting to Matt Henry. Like always, give us a text on the text machine, double eight double three. Quick text here from uh, Mark. Morning, lads, and Emma. I agree with Izzy. Make sure you set it up go so you see her with your new girl. That is from Mark. He knows. He's in the game. Marky Mark, our good mate there from Tauranga. Thank you for that text message. But, yep, keep them coming in. Right now, we're going to talk some basketball because SCNZ's mighty Otago Nuggets will have more competition in the NBL with the Queenstown um, with Queenstown being named as the location for another expansion team. They'll join the league in 2024 along the Bay of Plenty Stingrays. There's plenty of work to be done between then and now to get the team up and running. Carl Budge, champion Carl Budge, is part of the consortium behind this team and knows a thing or two about getting big projects off the ground. And Carl joins us on the line right now. Good morning, Carl. Good morning, boys. How are you? Very, very good. Very good. Great to have you on the show. This is exciting news, mate. Um, how long has this been in the making? <laughs> yeah, it came about pretty quickly, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I, I had a chat to, to Basketball New Zealand, um, and uh, it was almost, I think, back into October, early November, and, and pretty quickly we, we established there was an opportunity. Um, and, and so I reached out to, to a few people, and um, yeah, thankfully within about a day we were able to to pull a group together that were keen to make it happen and um, and jumped in boots and all. So, yeah, really exciting. A, a lot of work to do, a lot of exploring for us to do, um, but uh, bloody yeah. exciting at the same time. What was the decision for Queenstown? Was was there a, a driving f- uh, force behind why you chose the, the town of Queenstown? Yeah, look, when, when I got engaged with it, there had already been some talk of it. Uh, with, yep. with one of the other members of the consortium. But, uh, yeah, really quickly, again, you mm. just thought, shit, it's the, the fastest-growing region in New Zealand. Uh, it, it's got yep. the highest number of people earning over 200000 uh, a year in New Zealand. Uh, and, yeah, without a, a professional sports franchise aside the ice hockey team down mm. there, uh, it just seemed like a, an absolute no-brainer to, you know, the market that, um, that I think, yeah, has been underrepresented in sports. So a great opportunity for us to, to go and um, yeah, try and get sport back in the community down there and not only grow the game of, of basketball, but um, you know, get some regional pride going too. Mm. Hey, Carlos Baz here, mate. Hey, um, what about, uh, well, you're spot on about the cash down there. Everyone's stacking plenty of cash. But uh, what about the location? Will it be the Queenstown Event Centre? And if so, what is there anything that needs done to it to get it up to standard or you can just pretty much play on? Yeah, that, that is the plan, um, Baz. We are, we are keen to use the event centre. Um, there's a bit of work that does need to, to be done, which we're just working through with, uh, with the local council there who have been really supportive. Um, you know, Jim Bolt, the mayor, has been um, really excited by this project. So we're, we're just trying to work through now getting uh, the, the venue up to sort of a, a fever standard. Um, yeah, we've got aspirations not only to, to have a, a, a NBL franchise based there, but also, you know, can we can we use it as a venue to, to host internationals? What other leagues from around Asia can we can we look to bring in? So, um, yeah, it's a, it's an exciting one, and I think, um, yeah, not too many people have to sell Queenstown too hard. So if we can get uh, if we can get the venue up to speed, I think the opportunities are, are limitless down there. Yeah, I don't think you have any problem recruiting players of Auslan Bebo an opportunity to stay in Queenstown and play. For a, for a side, a franchise in the beautiful town, I would 
put my hand up. What, talk to us about recruiting, though. Um, has there any, been any interest from players uh, around New Zealand, and, and how will the recruiting happen? Um, will it be more locally based players down there, or, or will it be more of a just looking around the country at the depth that we've got in the country? Yeah, at, at a whopping five foot eleven, I'm probably the last person um, <laughs> that that will have it too much input on uh, on recruitment. That's quite but, tall. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you and I could probably have a, a decent go at it to be fair, man. But yeah, we're going to have to work through that. Um, our ownership consortium yeah. have got links to international basketball teams around the world, um, and so we we know we've got a pathway to foster talent from the region up through our team and hopefully uh, beyond. Um, and likewise, mm. we've, you know, we've, we've got people that have got NBL and, uh, and other international league experience that we can bring in to, to help uh, set the foundations right to, you know, to, to, to make sure that from year one we're, we're competitive in the league as well. But, um, mm. yeah, I, I, I'll leave that side of the business to someone that knows what they're talking about because uh, my <laughs> forehand was pretty average and, and my, uh, my, my free throws are even worse, I think. <laughs> Talk, talk, to us a, talk to us a little bit more about that consortium then. That sounds interesting. It sounds yeah. like they've got a bit of, little bit of experience. So they're involved in other leagues around, other uh, competitions and leagues around the world, uh, these owners. Are they big big hitters, are they? You already got, you yeah, look, we're, we're really stoked with <laughs> yeah, we, we're still because we came together so late. We're still working breaking news. Those, um, yeah, the interviews. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, look, we're you know, I think one of the areas that BBNZ were were so impressed with was this consortium um, and the expertise that that has that is bringing. Um, and so yeah, look, we we will make some noise about that as soon as we possibly can. Uh, but yeah, we we certainly see this as a as an opportunity to uh, to foster the game locally, bring them up. You know, bring local talent up through into the Queenstown NBL franchise, and and then you know with our link, our links, you know, hopefully further beyond that as well. So, yeah, an exciting prospect, and um, yeah, I, I'm probably the dumb guy sitting around the board table, so I'm looking forward to um to learning a bit from a few of these guys. Uh, and these guys have got uh, NBA experience or NBL experience. What? Give us a bit more than that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, their, their tentacles reach um, reach pretty far and wide. So. Um, yeah, look, they're, they're right through the elite level of the game. Um, they've got some experience, and, and not just in basketball either. So, um, yeah, the, the consortium's got a, a, a really strong sports marketing background. Um, we've, we've got NBL experience um, and some local um, some local Queenstown representation as well. So it, it feels like it's pretty balanced. Um, we've just now got to go through the process of um, actually setting up the commercial entity and... Um, and getting that side firing, which um, which I'm sure will be uh, a, a huge focus for for the the group over the next couple of months. Good for us to know, because obviously you know we're SNZ's Otago Nuggets, so it's good to know who we're up against. You know, just that's why we're doing. Yeah, we might have to have a little anyway, um, hey. side trophy going. Oh yeah, <laughs> we might have to get something that's like that. Right. The battle of uh, battle of the South. Oh, so now we're talking. It'd be a beer brand. Like it. It'd be quite like interesting, it. that you'd think. <laughs> I love where you get to. Hey, um, mate, how busy are you, by the way? Crikey, you got the sale GP, <laughs> you got this gig, you got plenty going on. When? How do you find the time? Yeah, I, I, it's one of those things. Right, the busier are, the more things that seem to come at you. And so, yeah, look, you, you've always got to be, um, yeah, open to these opportunities. That the, the timing's never right. I don't think with them. Um, but that shouldn't really hold you back either. So, yeah, look, it, it'll, um, 
yeah, it's, it's added to, to what is already a, a pretty busy um, schedule at the moment. But in reality, yeah, we, we are one of the owners, not uh, uh, yeah, not the, the day-to-day operations. So we're going to have to um, hire a team and um, and get some people firing in that space. So, um, yeah, we're, we will be pretty hands-on and, and wanting to obviously see the growth of, of the team. But but equally, we're going to need to staff up to, to achieve that. So, uh, all of us within the consortium have got some pretty busy day lives too. So, um, yeah, finding that balance uh, and, and the right talent is going to be critical for us. Well, if it's anything like the tennis, mate, one of my favourite events, heading along to the tennis in Auckland, and I'm sure this Queenstown uh, NBL team will go great guns. Quickly, this might be a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, for the NBL in New Zealand, there's been a lot of traction lately, particularly with SCNZ buying the Otago Nuggets. Now, this two new franchises added to the NBL. Is the NBL in New Zealand, is this a, f- is this a feeder to, to the breakers and the AMBL, or is this a direct competitor? Are we trying to grow this brand, grow our market over here to be a direct competitor to the to the um, a, uh, Australian NBL over there? Because I know that's flying at the moment. Uh, do you see this kind of heading in the same direction in New Zealand? Yeah, well, to, to me, from the outside, and, and Izzy, I'm still very much learning um, coming in to to the sport, but from the outside, mm. it looks like it's an and, not a not an or. Uh, yeah, like it looks yeah. like they can both coexist and, and work in really well. Um, obviously, you know, you've got teams like yourself that have, well, sorry, like Sen's team uh, that that have got links through to um, A and L teams as well, uh, which we think is a pretty good yeah. model and, and something we might look to, to emulate. Uh, you know, just can help from you know from player rosters, coaching rosters, um, backroom support, etc., and, and and provide a pathway. Um, and yeah, I think yeah, particularly in, in developing regions, that's going to be really important. So, but we, we we obviously believe in the league. You know, I've, I've watched its growth over the last couple of years and been incredibly impressed um, what Justin was able to achieve with the league and and more recently Q. Um, and so yeah, look, we we want to be along for the ride. And I think bringing in hopefully expertise like like, like our group can, I'm sure that's only going to turbocharge it more. So um, that's an exciting ride, I think. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be great to watch it all unfold. And just quickly, have you sorted out the accommodation down there for the players? Because let's be honest, it ain't cheap. It ain't going to be cheap. So getting all them, you know, accommodated and and everyone sorted out on that side is. Have you have you taken that into account? Oh, mate, I'm, I'm I'm viciously trying to um, stake a claim to be needing to be buying a house at Jack's Point. So um, if you could just help me out with that case, that would be uh, that would be very helpful. But uh, yeah, no, that stuff we'll have to work through. I think um, we're, we're fortunate. There's there's quite a few people down there that don't occupy their houses as much as uh, as as other parts of the country. So, so maybe there's an opportunity to um, yeah to work with some some passionate locals that um, yeah that, that we can we can get some accommodation sorted for these guys. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you very much, Carl Budge. He's part of the consortium behind the team, the new team, Queenstown been named as an expansion team for the national MBL in 2024. Thank you so much, Carl Budge, for joining us. Uh, we'll Cheers, be watching Carl. with interest, and we'll get you on again, mate. Cheers, fellas. Appreciate it. There you go, Carl Budge. Absolute champ. You are right, Bez? He's busy, man. He's done some amazing things for New Zealand sport and around the country, isn't he? And, he, and everything he touches turns to gold as well. So um, I'm sure this team... We'll go great guns in here. Didn't give anything away, but NBA sides, NBA connections, I'm feeling. Yeah, I reckon that's what I was sort of digging for as well. But no, it does sound, sounds really exciting. You're right about Carl though as well. He's just got a knack of being able to see. It's a pretty simple, simple formula, isn't it? It's like take 
uh, take sport, um, connect it to people in a good time, and put on a reasonable event and allow everyone to buy into to the experiences. It's pretty simple if it's done well and done professionally, and he seems to be able to do it across various different sports and and, uh, and certainly has a knack of it. So we appreciate Carl coming on and and uh, and chatting to us about this new venture for the Queenstown side down there in the uh, in the NZ MBL Queenstown versus. He's, he's right, eh? They've been um, kind of starved of, of sporting teams. And I, I know there was chats, uh, talks a while back about the Highlanders actually eventually moving to Queenstown and, and that's going to be their home base. But, um, yeah, they've been starved. And I thought particularly a lot of franchises would have been kind of drawn to the idea. Well, what's your thoughts on that? So, well, it's an interesting one because I sort of look at it a little bit like the Gold Coast over in, um, in Aussie and mm. it's hard to get mainstream sports attached to those kind of transient places and touristy yeah. places because there's just so much to do. You're more chance of getting maybe the, the slightly quirky sports. Actually, and I don't say basketball's quirky, but it might really resonate with the people down in Queenstown because it's a bit edgy, you know? Like basketball's got a bit of a kind of a coolness to it, which which might just uh, hit the hit the demographic of Queenstown, whereas other sports, you know, the, the more mainstream, the crickets, the, the rugby's and that, whilst they enjoy um, enjoy being able to attend them, I'm not sure a franchise necessarily based in Queenstown would, would work as such. So, yeah, it's really interesting. And, Queen, and the Gold Coast is probably the best example of that. I think you can hold games there and it's a great event, but, but will their, their um, actual, you know, found uh, franchise sides that are based there full-time, do they connect with the fans? It's hard because there's a lot of transient people um, distractions to so, Avery. Oh, we, yeah, distractions, mate. It's <laughs> Goal on down there, eh? It's hard to keep on task. <laughs> Wineries. Speaking of, on, speaking of keeping on task, it's seven nineteen in the morning, and we've got to keep the show moving because Baz has got to catch a flight, get to Aikman's, and Izzy's got to. What do you got to do? Actually, what do you got to do today? Uh, before we get to a break. Oh, I'm on the digger, mate. So i got a guy, you know Lake Dag, Lake Dag's been an absolute nightmare for me. So i got a guy coming over, he's bringing his digger, we're trenching about 150 metres so I can put some pipes in the ground with a sump. So if it does rain, it's got somewhere to, to um, drain to the creek. So that's me today, bud. I'm on a, Man, I'm on a, um, a bobcat labor. and he's on the digger. Mm. Manual labour, the deck. Oof. Okay. Oh, well, I'm Full sure, of surprises, I'm sure you are. Oh, you're not. Yeah, you are. It sounds complicated, that whole thing. It sounds really complicated. Does, I don't envy mate. you, actually, but you seem to have it under control. Lake Dag, we'll keep getting updates on that. Right, you're listening to Baz Nizzy for breakfast. We've got plenty more coming up on the show, including talking a little bit of racing and a little bit more footy and a little bit of cricket as well. We'll get all those to come as uh, the show unfolds. But for now, it's big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. <laughs> Seven twenty-six in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Give us a call anytime on the Kennard Tire phone line 0800-150811 or send us a message, double eight double three. What would you name the new Queenstown 
franchise in the NZMBL. We've got a few names that have come forward, haven't we, Is? Want to throw a few mm, out there? We what have. We you've, you've nailed it. You have absolutely nailed it. Um, uh, the question is, can we can we do it? You know, obviously, huge team, but um, I think that would be the winner on the day. But I came up with Queenstown Peaks. Um, just obviously with all the peaks around Queenstown. So that's my basic, simple one, Queenstown Peaks. What about you? Um, well, I said Q-Town Lakers. So that was yeah. sort of, you could either go Q-Town or you go Queenstown. You know, basketball being a bit edgy, they might want to go Q-Town, shorten things right up and and then go for the mm. Lakers. Obviously a play on that massive lake at Wakatipu there. Yeah, um, I like that. Obviously basketball franchises. So I don't know. And hey, by the sounds of it, there's some there's some NBA sort of a, attachments to the whole franchise. So maybe it is from the Lakers. I don't know. Could be, could be not. But how's about you guys? Let us know. Double eight, double three. What would you name the new Queenstown franchise down there in the NZ NBL? What else did you name, bro? You put uh, oh, Kieran. Kieran's put Q City. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> well, that's not bad actually. <laughs> hey, City. Kiss. <laughs> right, mate. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not taking the Q City abuse. Well, I've put in the chat. <laughs> I failed geography multiple times. All right. <laughs> to me, it's a city. That's the same. So we're going with. Um, I was going to go with the the. Yeah, I like the Q City Lakers. It's got to be Q City as well. City it's Lakers. not. It's not Queenstown anymore. We've rebranded the whole city, not town, mm. to Q City. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Love yeah. that. Own it. I like it. Just mm. own it. Front footing it. Like just a real sort of. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Q City. Q City. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let us know what you think. Double eight, double three. What would you name the uh, the new Queenstown franchise down there in the NZ NBL? Well, we're also going to talk a little bit of Super Rugby, eh? We've got a little clip, haven't we? Yep. Haven't we? Is a little clip from Dane Coles. Oh, no, we don't. No, oh, the kitchen's closed. Back for that mm. you play in the forwards, I reckon. So what he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's a tough, he's a tough bugger, and you could see um, he was yeah, definitely him and Adi were probably the, the guys that stood out. But yeah, he's a great player to play with, man. He's, he always puts his body on the line, and he's got the, you know, a bit of mongrel in him, but he's also got that skill set of that sets him apart of being a world class fullback. So. Um, yeah, mate, he's, he's he's definitely a great player to have in our team, and he's a big leader and a big, good team man as well. So it's good to have him. Ooh, he's tough, man. Dane Coles he is about Geordie Barrett. He's right on the money. I came out after that game on Saturday, and the last play of the game, um, Leicester playing Anuku, the winger for um, Canterbury Crusaders. The Crusaders, I must say, not Canterbury Crusaders. The Crusaders are steaming down the left hand side. He's playing left wing. He is a monster. He is a monster, Leicester Whanganuku. He runs straight into um, Geordie Barrett. Geordie Barrett just takes him on head on and buckles him, like snaps him in half pretty much. Just absolute big contact right in the middle. And um, after that, I was just like, mate, this boy is fearless. He puts his body on the line every single game. Doesn't mind running straight up the guts. Doesn't mind the contact. Makes every single tackle he's, um, he attempts. He is tough. He is as tough as they come, mate. And uh, for someone like Dane Coles, who is tough in his own rights, to come out and say that he can play on the loose forwards um, just just really solidifies how good he is, mate. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. I think uh, 
Geordie, because he's got that midfield. He's got that midfield. He can play 12, which is a, a kind of a physical position. You've got to be physically dominant. You've got to be tough. You've got to run straight. You've got to make your tackles. Um, yeah, so I totally, totally agree with that. Dane Cole's little comments on Geordie Barrett. Geordie Barrett could play absolutely anywhere. Anyway, keep those text messages coming through with your Queenstown team names. We've had one, but we won't want to say that one. Come on, Chrissy. That's a silly one. <laughs> I think Rick, I think Ricardo's got something. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, yeah. Oh, when I was, uh, I, I said the day after he said that, what number would Geordie wear on his back if he was going to play in the Fords? And he reckoned uh, six or five, and uh, said he's oh. he's he's a fan of putting his head in scary places like his old man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you reckon yeah, Geordie no, could play basketball? Dope. Yeah, he's a freak, mate. You know, he's off a two in golf, eh? Shot 70 at Millbrook Is the other really? day, like a week ago. He's off a two. He's a freak, mate, honestly. So he's got an area. Cricket, golf. He'd definitely play a bit of basketball. Probably wrestling. He's, yeah, he's there was very, a story during the rounds. He got offered an AFL contract early in his Kane's career too, wasn't there? Mm, yeah, AFL. I know Bodie was close to going to AFL. So I'm pretty, pretty sure. I wonder if those um, well, but. there's an idea. What about we get like brand ambassadors from other sports? So like Geordie Barrett becomes like a brand ambassador of an NZ NBL franchise. How's about that? That'd be a nice mm. way to do it. And they do that with American sports, don't they? And also in the IPL, they get famous actors and things to uh, to be aligned to their franchise. So maybe that could work. Geordie Barrett down there for the uh, the Queenstown, no, the Q City. What is it? Q City Lakers, maybe. <laughs> that works too. Right, 7.30, just over. 7.30ish in the morning. We're going to head over now to Emma with the news for Kubota. Maybe you can come up with a name for us as well, Em, for one of the teams down there. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Yeah, thanks, Emma. It's uh, 25 away from 8 here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast and uh, some other uh, news for you. Of course, uh, Champions League in action this morning. Atletico Madrid hosting Manchester United and Benfica hosting Ajax. We've got a bunch of games in the Premier League kicking off uh, later on this morning as well. Liverpool are in action as uh, Tottenham Hotspur. And, uh, of course, that... Uh, the, the, the team name thing, boys, I want to get your take on this because I think it's so important to get this right. And I know we've got some, some options there coming through on the text machine, but there have been some mistakes made, I've got to say. I mean, like in the Australian NBL, that, that Tasmanian team that they brought in recently, uh, the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. It's probably the worst name in franchise sport that I can remember. And Baz, I know the IPL's not... Has, it's got its fair share of sort of pretty ropey names as well, I think. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> maybe it's just a, a cultural thing that doesn't uh, that, that doesn't translate. Uh, well, I hate to say it, but the Kolkata Knight Riders. I mean, I, all I can think about is is uh, David Hasselhoff's chest here when I hear that. I, I don't I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, mate, you're kidding. This is a this is a incredibly successful brand. Anyway, the rising Pune Supergiants was a little on edge, but yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I don't mind the Q-City millionaires. That might be a little yeah. divisive. But. 
<laughs> if you go to the Q City Millionaires, I, I suppose that uh, you could just get Justin Marshall to be your mascot, right? Up and down the, the, the side of the court. That'd be good. <laughs> Frosted oh. tips and all. Here we go. <laughs> But yeah, there you go, boys. Think, hey, there's some horrible names out there for teams, isn't there, eh? Like when you when you ever we think, what? Are, I'm just trying to uh, come up with a couple Crusaders. of Crusaders. <laughs> 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 hurricanes, but <laughs> hurricanes. Like, no one wants to go on. Who wants to be in a hurricane, bro? Like, wow, it's you, it's crazy. Blues. Well, Wow, am am I wrong though, 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 Baz? With with like, you know the Mumbai Indians feels like they spend about five seconds thinking about what they're going to call their team. Oh yeah, that'll do. Doesn't 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 feel like there's much gone into that, right? It's a funny one, isn't it? Because like I guess you you build the brand and then people love the name. They don't necessarily love the name, mm. and then you build the brand. I guess uh, sort of yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. But I do agree with you. Some of the names on on some of the franchises out there are just shocking, aren't they? But they do mm. have a good chance to get it right, and they've got a fair few, uh, was it topographical uh, objects that they can they can utilise maybe as as their uh, as their catch cry. Oh, they've got plenty of options, plenty of options. So they've got they've got to get it right. It is uh, twenty two away from eight here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, and uh, coming up on the show before eight o'clock, uh, we're going to be talking horse racing. That's up next right here. Seven forty-four in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SNZ. Give us a call anytime on the Kennard Tire phone line 0800-150-811 or send us a text as you have been on double eight double three. I'll rip through a couple of these text messages. We'll get off to hopefully get off to Lauren Brennan in just a second to talk all things the Group One feature El Chipo Cars Wait for Age Classic in the weekend over the mile. But while we track her down, I'll read through these. Reese from Dunedin, Q City Millionaires. I'd read that one out before. That was Reese. Dennis, morning team, Queenstown Rapids or Queenstown Canyons? Not bad. Not bad, Ben. Thank you, mate. Uh, and then there's one from Zane. Guys, they tried to do the Hutt Valley Lakers back in the day, but they, they, they got the big old legal letter. Reckon they could call them the yeah. Q Town Remarkables. That's not bad. What about Q City Remarkables? Maybe. Which way, whether you think that they're going to remain a town down there or maybe they'll progress to a city like Kids thinks that they will. Another one, the Wakatipu Warriors. I don't mind that. Mm. I don't mind the Wakatipu yeah. Warriors. I suppose the New Zealand Warriors probably own that here in New Zealand, though, don't they? Probably can't have both. Um, another one, uh, Queenstown Remarkables, that's from Tim. So you guys keep them flooding through. We'll, uh, we'll get onto them as best we possibly can. We're still trying to track down Lauren Brennan, but we'll get there very soon. Hey, it was good as. What about the banter from Emma before? We've been trying to get mm. Emma to have a bit of banter with us for, since she arrived. Oh. Trudy used to just give us grief the whole time, didn't she? She used to just give it to us <laughs> like, that was brilliant. You know? It but, was a subtle little really dig. Much from little Emma. Finally. Yeah. And she, finally, mm-hmm. little finally, but she's finally come to the party on the show. So thank you, Emma. <laughs> So welcome to Baz and Izzy for breakfast, Emma. You're now officially part of the team because you've just given it to both Izzy and I for uh, for running a little over on the news, which is our bad. We're not very good at this stuff sometimes. 
sometimes our just words get we run away with ourselves, and we you know we don't hit all the targets we're meant to, but we'll get there. Persist with us, eh? Is yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, but I wanna we're trying we're just struggling to get a hold of Lauren, um, but we talked about names names that we thought potentially weren't a good fit, and we you know. Ricardo was having a little dig, have a little stab at you with uh, the Calcutta Knight Riders. But then you've come off and mm-hmm. and said, like, over the 13 years, what they've been able to achieve over the 13 years, and quote me if I'm wrong, but pro- probably worth around a billion dollars now, eh? Currently worth about a billion dollars. And let's be honest, like, yep. I'm not blowing smoke up, up, up your bum here, but you were the initial, <laughs> like, honestly, let's be honest, you put IPR on the map. Was that uh, fantastic innings when you scored over? It was 150 odd uh, in a T20. Like lot, you just lit it up. But you put IPL and the Calcutta Knight Riders on the mat. Do you feel like you should have got a little bit of something in the back door from that little home one burn, or, or what? Is it, is it <laughs> a be little any sling, calls eh? Or reckon, any chats? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, a little, little sling for bears. It would have been nice, wouldn't it? Mm. Uh, no, no sling. But I'm still there, I guess. So that's my sling. Is I've had persistence yeah. um, and consistency in in uh in jobs there so yeah i guess uh, just to go back to that story quickly around the Kolkata night riders so i know we're just having a bit of a laugh about names and things but so they built their franchise they bought about 13 years ago they in the in, inaugural um uh what, uh what are they when they sold all the um teams and they paid yeah. roughly about 90 million us for their franchise and then over what they they then paid it off 10% a year over 10 years. So then it was fully paid off at the end of that. And then, so then after that, they owned their franchise outright and they, they do so, um, right. Well, till whenever they want to sell it, uh, or it will carry on, but they generate TV rights deal that they get from the, um, BCCI IPL. They get a percentage of that. They get gate takings, obviously they get, um, and then all of the sponsors and that, that you're able to build up yourself. And that franchise now, well, the most recent franchises which were bought in the IPL, one of them they paid 950 million US. So that's roughly 1.5 billion dollars, or wow. So I guess you know, and yeah, roughly a billion, um, roughly a billion dollars. So you, you've gone from 90 million to 1 billion in the course of 13 years. Plus, you've had the ability to to be making money all the way through. So that brand is absolutely massive. And so what they also do is now they own a franchise in the CPL, the Caribbean Premier League, mm-hmm. which is called the Trinbago Knight Riders. Um, they've bought a team, I think, over in the American one, and they've bought a team in the, in the um, Emirates League as well, which obviously called Knight Riders too. And so they've got this massive big business model where they're able to attract their fans throughout the year to these various mm-hmm. different teams because the IPL, for instance, only goes on for for three months um, or two and a half months. So they've got to get fan engagement over the rest of the year. Ricardo? Made a joke about it before, but... Oh, you can't. Can you hear me now? I can now. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I know I made a joke about it before, but that, the whole Knight Riders thing, I mean, at any point was David Hasselhoff a shareholder or somebody they brought in to be like a, a cheerleader for the team <laughs> or, you know, when they, when they launched it? Because that's, that's what I automatically think of. And it kind of, I guess on that front so, from a branding exercise, it might make sense. Well, the really interesting thing is, so our owner, we've got two owners. One of them is um, a man called Jay Meta, Jay Meta and, and Joey Chawler, um, married and they've got one part of the ownership. And our other owner is um, Shah Rukh Khan, who's the biggest Bollywood star in the world. 
And to put that in context, he's probably 10 times bigger than a Tom Cruise is in the Hollywood world. He is absolutely massive. Like, he is the biggest actor in the world, and he owns our franchise. And, and so when it comes to branding, a lot of the branding is, is aligned to what his sort of personality is like and his, his kind of image as well. Um, he's a cool dude, you know. Like he's, he's, I think he's about 55 years of age, and he's completely ripped to shreds. You know, he's just stacked and he's still nailing it movie wise and absolute ripping guy as well um so that's where the branding kind of the brand alignment came that and then the, the people of kolkata so kolkata that is called the city of joy so it was about bringing mm. sort of joy and so all of our colors and that's where our colors are purple and gold which is very sort of joyful i guess or, or bright and and uh and kind of works with um with the the whole thing for um for what Kolkata was trying to achieve. But it's big business and those franchises, you get them right. Oof. I can't imagine Kolkata being called anything other than the Kolkata Knight Riders now. So it's really interesting. Mm. Anyway, we've got Kevin on the line. Sorry to hold you up. Kevin, you've, you want to have a yarn to uh, have a yarn to us this morning about the Halbergs and J-Mac. Yeah, g'day, Baz. How are you, Izzy? Good, uh, good morning to you both. Yeah, just just on the um, um, the Halbergs, um, the, I'm a, I'm a uh, true blue cricketer, but um, with the rolling eights, it's the first time they've won that title since 1972. And Lisa mm-hmm. Carrington wins a lot of awards, and they win nothing. Is is that is that is that a fair go, or is it just the cricketers were too good? Oh, that's yeah. Look, uh, it's a tough one. You put a. You, you look what a rower does compared to a cricket training. You, you, you go and do rowing eight, and I'm, I'm not a rower, and I haven't got a clue about it, but I'm just thinking 1972, and they got to win that, and, and she didn't see it, and they win nothing. It's not a fair balance. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I, for me, as, as in, I'm on a neutral uh, position right here, I, I look at consistency, and um, yes, the, the rowing eight, they, they've done it. They've they did it. They did it last year at the Tokyo Olympics. They won gold in the rowing eight. It's the first time since 1972. But I think, look, I'm just going out on a limb here. I think it's consistently good over a, a long period of time um, is the key. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking. But mate, I think the thing is we can't give everyone an award. And look at J Mac, and, and he wasn't even mentioned. So look, it's it's a select committee and a select few that have made these decisions. And I know everyone in the public are going to have their own agenda and their own opinions. And um, yeah, I think we just can't uh, keep everyone kind of happy. That's my kind of take on it anyway, Kev. I'm going to get that because the racing's just looked down on. I'm a racing man. It's just looked down on. You could win 27 titles, mm. group ones, and you still won't get more. Look at Lance O'Sullivan. Um, mm. he, he should be Sir Lance O'Sullivan. You know, he was just a champion jockey, mm. but he's not recognised. Yep. Mm. Nah, totally he's good. actually my Other. golf partner as well, Lance O'Sullivan, and... And amongst our group, he is Sir Lance O'Sullivan. So there you go. That's the closest we can oh, yeah. get for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, we appreciate you, cool, Kevin. No worries, guys. Have a good day, guys. Uh, you have a ripping yeah. day too, mate. Absolute champion. Thank you very much for giving us a call. That phone line is always open as well. 0800 150 811. That's the Kennard's High phone line. We can't track down Lauren Brennan, unfortunately. She must be at track work. Um, and that's just what happens when you horses you got to look after your horses so we'll be back uh, on the other side we're going to talk a little bit of greyhound pacing for purpose back very soon warehouse home to go healthy vitamins at the best prices now starting from just 9.99 you're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ
Righto, we're coming up to 8 o'clock in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Our Gracing Rayhounds Pacing for Purpose. Check out grnz.co.nz for news, previews, form and more. I'll give you one quick one. Thursday, Addington, race two. I'll give you two. Race two, 12.22 p.m. Number one, it's better. And then Thursday, Addington, race nine at 2.25. Number six, Epic Cruise. There we go. There's our Greyhound Racing Pacing for Purpose. Tips for you to follow on this Thursday. I might follow them too. They might even have their Greyhounds on in the back while I'm having a quiet pint down the local down there in Maryvale in uh, Christchurch. Hopefully my old mate Izzy will come in and join me for a quiet one. Right, it's coming up to 8 o'clock in the news. We're going to get there on time. We're offering a cafe coffee. Here is Emma with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Find 20% off the Brute range at Chemist Warehouse. Now starting from just $4.99. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Yeah, that's right. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ Thursday, the 24th of Feb. It's just after 8 o'clock. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk to Anton Leonard-Brown very, very shortly. Just get a wee update of how he's tracking. Uh, he's had a wee niggle towards the end of last year. Uh, I think everything is all fine because he's played a lot of golf in zero minutes on the rugby field. So we'll get a little update from ALB. See where he's tracking. He's done some awesome things off the field as well. I must say, Grins. If you haven't had the new summer drop, Grins, go in the stores and grab it. It's outstanding. I love it. It's one of my favourite summer drops as of late, so we'll have a chat to him about that. And then later on in the hour, we're going to talk to Matt Henry. Second test starts tomorrow at Hagley Oval down here in Christchurch. Baz is making his way down to, do, uh, to call the game for uh, Spark Sport with the great team there. Craig McMillan, Stephen Fleming, Grant Elliott, all superstars of the game. So looking forward to chatting to Matt Henry about his preparations heading towards second test match against the Proteas, which will be a total different ball game. I'm sure they're going to bounce back. Rabada, maybe he'll sort out his bowling lines as Grant Elliott spoke about yesterday. Uh, we spoke to Carl Budge as well and had a great chat to him about the new team down in Queenstown being named. Uh, they haven't named a team as well, so make sure you send those texts coming through on the text line double eight double three. Some names for our new Queenstown franchise in the NBL. Um, great to chat to him. If you miss that, make sure you head over to SEN uh, app and look at the Baz and Izzy podcast, and you'll get that conversation with Carl Budge. But right now, it's time to talk a bit of rugby, probably a bit more golf, and a lot more of five hundred because this guy is horrible at the game. Apparently, he's amassed. 95 games for the Chiefs since 2014. He has played 56 test matches from 2016 to 2021. 2022, he's played seven rounds of golf. He's uh, promoted a brand called Grins all summer. Didn't even do any training. He's in horrible. He's, 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 he's in good nick, apparently, Gaza reckons. But he's played seven rounds of golf in about 600 games of cards. He's played zero minutes on the rugby field. We're hoping this week was meant to be the week. But no, that's changed. Moana Pacifica need a bit more time to prepare from their struggles with COVID. So they've gone back to Hamilton and he's preparing for next week. Anton Leonard-Brown, ALB, is on the line right now for Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Good morning, brother. Lads, how are we? What a pleasure to come on your... 
Oh, <laughs> hey. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I put the dusty. I put the feelers out last night. I put the feelers out last night to ARB at about eight thirty, and he said anything for you, Deggy, with a nice wee love heart. So appreciate your time on the show, brother. How you been anyway? How's the body? How's the swing? Uh, no, I've been, I've been well. Um, body's good, mind's good. Went for a wee R and R trip down in Queenstown. I think I just heard you saying that. I played, uh, I think we are there for 16 days, zero minutes of footy and seven games of golf. Uh, the swing swings a lot better. Um, but now I'm feeling good. Oh, nice, nice. Tell us about the golf uh, within the environment. I know a lot of the, the boys were out there. Brad Webber, he'd be leading the pack, wouldn't he? He's pretty sharp on the golf course, particularly when he told the whole of New Zealand uh, he got a hole in one and shot 69. Um, but mate, tell us about the golf within the environment. Is that, is that a good way for you boys to to get away and just relax? And do the boys really enjoy getting out on the golf course? Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's my alarm two six. Um, yeah, no, nah, there's about I think there's about sixteen of us, and when you add management, there's about twenty all up. So uh, there's, there's oh. plenty of golf bags down down in Queenstown, plenty of golf being played. Uh, Spud leads the charge. He organises it. Organises it all, and uh, I think we've just about played every golf course you can in Queenstown. Um, so that was good stuff. Favorite, uh, Anton Anton Bass here. What is your favorite one there? Um, favorite. I, I've got to say, see, it's a pretty, it's pretty hard to name one because down in Queenstown, you know, everyone is, is pretty special. But Jack's Point is right up there. Uh, just for the, the, you know, the scenic, the views, the everything. Um, and, you know, just the golf I play on there. I play good golf on decks. Ooh. So what, what, sort of, what sort of golfer are you, Anton? Like, you long off the tee? <laughs> yeah. What's good you like, golf? You've got good short game. Have you got good golf etiquette? Because most rugby players I know like good golfers, but etiquette's lacking. <laughs> um. No, I'm a, I'm a respectful golfer. You know, I follow the rules. I don't, you know, I... What sort of golfer am I? That's a great question. I'm a bit erratic, uh, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I never have I never have a day where everything's, you know, um, all in sync. I'm either good off the tee um, and can't hit my irons, or I'm bad off the tee but can't hit my irons. Or I can't do both, so I can like? chip and putt, so... No, not not Are too bad. Putt? Putting's probably a strength. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, I've just got one question again. Before, um, while we're talking golf and we we're talking grins, before those grins, they go down good. But gee, they give you a good little kick at the end of the round, don't they? Like you just they sort of <laughs> your putting gets real sort of silky late. About hole 16, 17, 18, it's like, it's just so supple and like, it's rolling them in. But far out, they, yeah, they go down pretty good. Uh, Any reason oh, for that? I'm yet to experience that, Baz. I'm yet to experience that. <laughs> Obviously you have, though, because you're, you're telling me what it feels yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, nah, I there, there might have been one time. Actually. Yeah, they go pretty good. Thanks for that, Baz. Dagger loves them too, he's telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Tell us about their journey, bro. Tell us about their journey with the with the grins. You, D Max, Stephen Donald. Um, you must be pretty happy. Oh, I don't want to pump your tires up, but from what I'm hearing, got a friend that that cans them. Um, they they're going 
great guns. You must be pretty proud of how the how it's all panned out and and how did it all get started? Um, yeah, no, it was it was a big summer, and you know, obviously, yeah. I, I enjoy my summer, so it was nice to have a drink to go along with that. Um, but yeah, basically, it was it was more of a idea from from Beave, and he and uh, he yeah. asked, you know, Dave and myself if we want to if we want to come along. It was more like you know when you're at a, you're at a barbecue and you, you get the more beers you have, uh, the more ideas that come <laughs> along, and. Um, <laughs> You know, at this this one barbecue, like, oh, let's start a drink. Didn't hear about it for a couple of months, and Dave's like, oh, we're going to do RTD. Um, we're going to call it Grins after Damo's um, smiling when he kicks, and yeah, um, yeah, sort of just jumped on board. To be fair, Dave's done a lot of the the guts of it because Damo and I have been away a lot, but um, no, it's been a uh, good fun, and we've also got a few other investors who are sort of the brains and behind the scenes. So no, very happy with how it's going. And um, the, I guess the, the thing is now is to keep the momentum going. It, it's a tough market. So uh, we've just got to keep it uh, sustainable and, and hopefully it is. Mate, I think it's awesome. I think it's also going to be, you know, one of the daunting things and, and tough-ass tasks when you finish footy, when you retire, is like, what are you going to do next? And um, you, Damien, with the help and guidance of Stephen Beaver Donald, uh, are ticking all those right boxes, mate. So so keep that up. Like I said yesterday, I'm still waiting. He promised me on the 17th of December <laughs> I'd have a little package at my door. And I messaged him with a hashtag, yeah. still waiting. So I'm still waiting. That's okay, but I'll keep waiting. I, I, um, I and Baz is... I don't think the courier goes goes that far, eh? So I might see the old man's <laughs> shop somewhere. I keep trying to find the address. Oh, you know, on the, on the courier side, but I can't see it. Yeah. Oh, you're lying, mate, because my wife gets five packages a day, so they do come out here. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, let's, let's talk some rugby. Let's talk some rugby. How are you tracking, bud? I know you had a, a little niggle towards the end of last year. Um, what's, what's the plan for you um, going forward with the Chiefs? Um, yeah, no, I'm sort of, after my R&R trip down in Queenstown, I'm uh, available to play now. So I was always due back oh, second perfect. round. Dislocated yeah. my shoulder against Ireland last year, and I was pretty sure I was off to get surgery, but had to catch up the surgeon, and he said the labrum, the part that sort of protects the shoulder from coming in and out, he said it looks pretty strong and you can play on. So I just rehabbed all summer. Um, and yeah, it was obviously due back round two, which um, isn't being played this week, but we've got an internal game tomorrow, which will be good for me, and hopefully uh, get picked to play the Blues. Well, that shoulder would have got a hell of a workout. Is that part of the rehab, you know, just lifting it from your hip above your head to your <laughs> lips? Is that part of the rehab? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was, uh, I think, 200 reps a day, so uh, I, I got those <laughs> hey, uh, Anton, I know you're a keen racing man as well, mate. You've got uh, we've got the cracker uh, yearling sales coming up in well, a week or two. Are you going to get a chance to to go along there and, and check it out? I saw you there last year. Any chance to go along this year? Yeah, I might have to um, pop on down. Although we're sort of in a in a pretty strict bubble, so I'll, I'll have to get permission to go along. Um, but I think the last day of the Karakau Millions is 
Oh, sorry, the, the sales is um, on a day off, so hopefully I can yeah, pop along and see you there. Oh, I'm going to be over in India this time around, so I'm, I'm going to try and oh, make yeah. some money to pay for all those horses. But yeah, Have you got any horses at the moment? Are you actually are you um, in, in on any horses, or you just follow them? Yeah, yeah I've got one with uh, Tiakau, um Insatiable, so that was... Uh, I've got a small share in that, and... It was sort of geared up to to run in the uh, track a two-year-old millions, but um, sort of got sore shins, and we're gonna um, yeah, hope, hopefully uh, wait for it to to be a champion as a three-year-old, but we'll see. <laughs> so is it out spelling at the moment, or is it coming back? Is it is it still in work? Uh, I think it's spelled in it. Yeah, I think it's in work again. So hopefully we're not too far away. Okay. Do you want a tip for the weekend? Yeah, I'd love one. I um I actually okay. saw your saw your guys' tips yesterday and, and and I got on, so uh thanks for that. And I'll, I'll go oh, again. You did get on. Oh, yeah, did you get beautiful. on? Yeah. I did. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks very much. Nice. Lovely. Oh, have okay. I got a tip? There's one you at, uh... a tip? Oh, you got a tip. Well, you can give us a tip as well, but I've got one for you. Nah, this is what we tips. like to do, you know. This is what we like to do. We like to get even the the wealthy All Blacks. We like to get them paid, you know. <laughs> Once who own those real those real like massive RTD companies are going to make heaps of cash. We still want you to get paid <laughs> coming on here on Baz and Izzy, Anton. So, Lisa Chittick Plate at Matamata on Saturday. The Phillies and Mears set weights and penalties fourteen hundred. It's a forty thousand dollar race. There is a horse there that you can have a decent crack at. It's a horse called Lecreer. Les Creer. Lecreer, I think it's called. It's Sir Peter Vella's horse. Okay. And it's... Uh, yeah. And it it should be winning. There you go. So that's that's our tip okay. for you, bro. They didn't win at Carapa <laughs> last start, did it? Yeah, I think it did. I think it did, actually. Mm, that's good. Yeah, oh, yeah that's good horse. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've got one. I've got one tonight. Yeah, catch him. Packham race five, uh, number eleven. It's a Michael Maroney horse. I think it's been backed in from about tens to fours already, but uh, it's, it's worth a go for a starter. Race five, Maroney. What's it called? Uh, uh, see you can. I see you see. So you see. So you see. So you see. Yeah. What's it in there? See odds. Yeah, five five bucks. It's a three year old filly. It's um, by So You Think out of a mare called Lady Kumquat. That's right. Ooh, that's exciting. Anton probably doesn't know. We got a horse. We got we got a horse. Um, Anton, me, me and Baz got a couple of shares in a in a horse over in Australia. It's out of So You Think in Uzali. Um, so there you go. It's meant to be. Oh, so okay. you see, we'll get on that. So one, you mate. see, we'll get. We will see. Yeah, so you see. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. So you see, we we will see. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those awkward sort of like uh, what's the Austin Powers kind of moments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, champ, oh, brilliant. Oh, what's the plan today? What's the plan for the rest of the week? I know you you haven't got a game, so you Chiefs boys training, or are you just having another R and R. No, we did uh, Tuesday, Wednesday in, in Queenstown were big training days for us and 
bit of clarity today. So going in the Savo might do a wee upper body sesh, you know, get that chest and, mm. chest and biceps going. Um, and then tomorrow, <laughs> it's pretty full on. <laughs> is there any yeah. other gym? There's no other gym workout, is there? Isn't that all, the, all uh, you need to do in the gym? Uh, I know I know. you're just strictly uh, chest and biceps, Baz, but for us rugby players, we've got to get a bit of legs in there as well. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, I, knew that, I knew that's where I went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and oh. then tomorrow, uh, it's an internal hit out. So, uh it's, it's pretty full on, but it's good for me. I haven't really Ooh. done too much contact, so yeah, oh. I've got to prove let's, let's be honest. How horrible are those internal hitouts? You don't know if old mate, old, old Bryn Gatlin's going 100 or he's going 80. <laughs> like, let's be honest. You can't get up for one of those, can you? Oh, yeah, to be fair, I think this is like the first one I've ever been excited about. Like, I get what you mean, but. Like for me, because I'm um, coming back from injury, I actually need this. Um, yeah. But yeah, for 99% of the team, they'll be thinking, ah, oh, let's just get this over and done with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I absolutely hated them. But hey, contact wasn't part of my forte. Anyway, let's move on. We're going to let you go, brother. We appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> just a wee gilly, bro. Stay away from the contact. That's us. Gilly. Hey, I uh, appreciate you on Baz and Izzy for breakfast, Anton. I appreciate uh, you finding the time and your busy schedule. Um, thanks very much, yeah. and uh, all the best tomorrow for that internal hit out. And we'll see you yeah. next week back out there for the Chiefs, eh? Uh, thanks very much, Izzy and Baz. Absolute champions. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. I just wanted you to watch me dissolve slowly in a pool. 25 minutes past 8 here in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. That was a good old catch out with Anton Leonard-Brown. Absolute champion of a man. Fantastic all black and just cut from a similar cloth really, isn't he? Sort of just a good down-to-earth dude. Doesn't mind a little, doesn't mind the races. Doesn't mind a quiet beer when, he, when the time's right. Plays a bit of golf. Gets out there and does his thing for his country. How good. Eh? What a knockabout, mm. dude. Good to chat to Anton Leonard-Brown. Nicely organised there, Is Just another one deep into your contact book. Well played, my fella. Right, we're off to the TAB now for our live update. Of course, bet live on your favourite sports today with the TAB app. And we have got Paulie Mawati on the phone. Hello, Paulie. Paulie. Yeah, morning, boys. How you hey. doing? How are you? Hey. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, looking forward, looking forward to another day of work tomorrow. What about you guys? You get a wee <laughs> hiding yesterday, did you? <laughs> 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 oh, honey. Okay. Was it four right. days? Yeah, well, Touche. Okay. Touche. I oh, know you've had a full week. <laughs> We've had your week, haven't we? It's a full week. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow. I'm right? You okay? Yeah, oh, I'm. I'm feeling good. <laughs> you got a song for us? Well, I thought I would talk about. Yeah, I just heard you talking about a bit of golf and uh, how some of the <laughs> uh, Super Rugby players are playing a bit of golf at the moment because they can't get out on the field. Um, so we've got a, a bonus back promotion uh, Stop on the Honda Classic. Stop avoiding the question. 
I'll tell you, I'll have a song for you next week. Don't worry about that. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, so we've All got right. a bonus back promotion on the Honda Classic, uh, which starts uh, early tomorrow morning. So, uh, it's basically just place a pre-tournament outright winner bet through your TAB account, and if your player doesn't win but finishes inside the top ten, we'll refund your bet up to fifty dollars as a bonus bet. Now, the favourite uh, in the Honda Classic this year is Sung J M at thirteen dollars. He's won this tournament previously. Uh, and is in some fairly good form as well. He's paying $13. But I've had a look a wee bit further down the page, and there's someone that I, I don't mind at uh, some juicy odds. I think Lee Westwood at $67 Ooh. represents a wee bit of value. Uh, look, he, he missed the cut in this tournament last season, uh, but he does like Florida. He used to have a, a house not far from uh, the PGA National where this... A tournament takes place, and last season he had two runner-up finishes in Florida just before the Honda Classic at the Arnold Palmer and the Players. So he loves playing in Florida. He's just come back from the Middle East where he's had some fairly solid finishes over there. And I think at $67, he represents a, a, a nice go, and I, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't, have, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he did finish in that top 10. Um, so $67 on Lee Westwood, I think, is the value bet in the Honda Classic this weekend. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, I actually saw a thing on social media of him. He was riding his bike, riding his exercise, and at the same time he was juggling the golf ball on his wedge. He was like doing all this. <laughs> it was only on yesterday too, so maybe that's just a bit of an omen steer into Lee Westwood. Nice picked oh, up. Cheap. That gets up at sixty-seven dollars, Paulie. Then, then we'll give you a day off ourselves. We don't even we don't we don't even have any control over you. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll let my boss know that you're going to give me the day off. Yeah, Honda Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, did you get a touch up yesterday or what? With uh, Miss Ella and um, a, a little bit bossy, just sort of combining for. After we tipped him well, out, we, we got a boss and uh, touch up yesterday. Um, he was <laughs> uh, Opie was just way too good, and as you say, Miss Ella uh, looked very, very good. In fact, there are a few short price or shortest price favourites that um, never look like losing at Bookie yesterday, and mm. I think Opie rode four winners in the end. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah it, it was a great day for punters. Yeah. It sure was. Yeah, I hope he had four winners in a second and five rides, I think it was. So not a bad day for Owen Patrick Bosson, our, our best jockey going around in the country at the moment. All right, Paulie, thank you very much, mate. Much appreciated. No worries, Sorry, Paulie. No worries fellas. Yep. Have a good day, day tomorrow, day mate. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Catch you later. All right, Paulie Mawadi, promotions and player hundreds of sports markets. To choose from, visit tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly. R18. Right, we better hurry up, and we've got to go and catch up with our Kubota friends, and we are shaping and building New Zealand together, but if we don't get off quickly, Emma's going to get grumpy. So here she is with the news.
It's 27 away from nine here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks uh, for the bully there, Emma, and thanks for not losing your rag with us uh, this time round. Now, um, uh, Baz and Izzy, I, I know that she mentioned it in uh, earlier bullies, but uh, did you see the actual uh, action when Alexander Zverev of Germany, uh, the tennis player of the Mexican oh, Open, lost it? Eh? Attacking the oh, umpire's chair with the racket? Behavior. I know. I, I mean, I know some, there. Are, you guys will know some blokes who are pretty bad losers who don't like losing and who might go off. But I mean, that—that's the worst I think I've seen. <laughs> Is he pointing to himself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it's not a good look. It's—it's it's not a good look. And I've done it. I've—I've I've I've already said it before, but I've done it. I've lost the plot at Brendan Pickerel, who actually raced. Uh, Ref the weekend, Hurricanes versus the Crusaders. Lost. He was touch judge. Sprayed him. Said, that's why you touch judge. You're useless. Just absolutely lost it. I guess when you're in, you're competing and you just want to do everything in your power to win, you just kind of, you, you just lose it. You just go into those little red zone moments. And I went into it, mate, and just lost it. I was so embarrassed afterwards. Had to apologise. Razor came in and said, mate, what'd you say? They want to fine you and take you to um, judiciary and everything. And I was just like, yeah, I kind of just let it slip. It wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, it's not good for the sport. Like, we want refs in the game, and, and they're a huge part of our game. And without them, we wouldn't have this game. So, um, yes, they they should be held accountable for the way that they ref um, uh, games, but they are doing only a job, and people make mistakes. So, horrible. Horrible, horrible. <clears throat> yeah. Well, what about you, Baz? Mm. I mean, you would have you would have seen some scenes, I'd imagine. I, I first thing that popped to mind was Devin Conway breaking his hand, punching his bat. Yeah, sure. That's what. It, that's how it happened. <laughs> um, but but I'm, I imagine that you would have seen some things. Yeah, I think Devin Conway. It wasn't a vicious sort of thing, was it? It was a bit more accidental than anything. Well, it was deliberate movement, but he wasn't trying to obviously break his hand. But look, I've seen some shocking outbursts. Yeah, uh, I've never quite understood. Really, the oh, I mean, there's a couple of times I've sort of been a little bemused by maybe some of the decisions which have been made well before DRS, and and you sort of have a bit of a event, but it's nothing too personal. You normally just go and have a beer with them straight after anyway, and you wouldn't do it at them if that makes sense. Mm. Um, I did, I do remember playing a game of golf once with <laughs> Richie McCaw. It was a long time ago, and mm. it was when I was sort of quite keen on golf, like early doors, and I sort of was real young and a bit sort of. You know, impressionable, and a lot of the people I was playing golf at the time, they were quite like real serious cantabs, like real serious kind of about their golf and that. And and I remember I, and I don't know why, but I hit this like, terrible shot. And for some reason, I've like thrown my club, and I was like, I've never thrown my bat or anything like that. For some reason, I've thrown my club, and I just remember looking, and Richie was looking at me, like, "What are you doing, mate? Like, it's a game of golf." And ever since that day, I've never forgot. On the golf course, and it's like now I just there's no way in hell I would ever throw a golf club. You know, it was like one of those moments. It's just like right, work out that this is a social game of golf, you clown. You know, <laughs> and so yeah, that that would be about as bad as what I've, I can remember. Rick. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm my man. So, so they have good etiquette. So they had good <laughs> etiquette, and you just <laughs> had bad etiquette by throwing your golf club. That's horrible etiquette, Bez. As I say, I, I certainly I'm not um, I'm not pure, mate, when it comes to uh, to that thing. But I can at least I've grown, at least I <laughs> at least I've grown, and I'm sure in time is you know you're a little bit younger than me. I'm sure in time you're going to become really conscious of your etiquette on the golf course. Yeah, but my, oh, I am my, ready, yeah. mate. I can't wait to play with you. <laughs> 
You want the flag out, Bears? You want the flag out, Bears? <laughs> oh, mate. Hey, you don't oh. even know we play with flags. <laughs> it's, like you, it's like you were born with a caddy or something. <laughs> speed golf, are... mate. They're trying to speed up the game. Uh, if uh, ready golf, if you're ready putt, if you're ready play, it's not my fault your your ball goes in the trees and you're out there finding it. I'm in the... Yeah. <laughs> Love you, uh, carry on, please, Rick. <laughs> no, I was going to say, my, my, my uncle's a pro, and the amount of times he's had to reshaft my old man's golf clubs because he's bent one around a tree is, yeah, yeah. probably one a year, I reckon. Uh, frustrating game. <laughs> you never beat it, Very is he? As you said, game, you right. never beat it. No, you can't beat it. It's a great game, though. We love it. That's the, that's the whole idea. You know, it's it's meant to be tough. You have a every you have a good moment every now and then, but golf in my mind should be played with golf carts, music in the carts, and a couple of beers that you can just relax. And that should that's how the new golf should be played, I reckon. Right, it is coming up what eight forty in the morning. We've got twenty minutes left on the show before we crack on out of here and we hand over the baton to the voice of sport for all of New Zealand, Ian Smith. But before then, we're going to come back on the other side with the man of the moment and the black caps, the man from. The man of the match from the last test match, and that starts again tomorrow down in Christchurch. It's Matt Henry back shortly. Best warehouse, home to go healthy vitamins at the best prices. Now starting from just nine ninety nine. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant! It is coming up quarter to nine in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It's been a fun day. It's been a random day. We've gone all over the place. We've had plenty of chat. We had Carl Budge talking Queenstown basketball. We've got we had Anton Leonard Brown talking well not of not much rugby actually we talked golf and his business ventures outside of that and a little bit of racing and now we're going to go on to cricket the sport which is well it just continues to grow doesn't it continues to do well on the international scene and get the accolades and recognition here in New Zealand last night the Black Caps were able to pick up the Team of the Year award and a man who dominated the first Test fought New Zealand against South Africa quite an unbelievable game really. Took seven for with mm. the ball, got 60 with the bat at number 11, grabbed another couple with the ball, and the Black Caps run an absolute train on a very, very good South African side. And he is back in tomorrow again for the second test match as New Zealand trying to embark on going uh, where they've never been before, and that's to beat South Africa in a, in a test series. Quite remarkable that we've never beaten South Africa in a test series, and we're just five days away from maybe achieving that lofty goal. It is Matt Henry who joins us. The man of the match last game, and I'm sure he's looking forward to bowling again on his Hagley Oval surface, which will likely have a little bit of green in it too. So good morning, Matt. Mm. Morning, Baz. Morning, Izzy. How morning, you doing, Dad. mate? It's good to, good to chat to you. It's nice to have you on the show as well. We we'll look forward to uh, mm. to watching you play over the next few days. But how's how's the last few days been after the test win? Cheers. Yeah. Um, no, it's been a, it's been great. Had those extra two days as well. Was was always nice, um, but yeah, it's, it's been, I suppose, to sit back and reflect, it all happened um, pretty quick, and what was a, a strong game, so it's nice to sit back and reflect on that, but um, of course, got the eye on on Friday as well. Can you believe what happened in that last test match, in terms of, like, I mean, you have lofty goals going into a test, right, but 7 for, 60 with the bat at number 11, and then bowl, help bowl alongside Tim Southey, help you bowl uh, New Zealand to a test win. It all just happened so easy for you. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty um, amazing feeling. And to do it at home as well makes it a little bit more special with your family and friends um, there to watch. And 
Yeah, I, I mean, obviously we came in here knowing <clears throat> that we had Mr. Kane Williamson um, and as well as Ross and, and Balti, so we knew that we just wanted to do our jobs well, but to, to do it the way we did was, um, yeah, very special, but I'm sure <clears throat> it'll take a while to for it to probably sink in, I think. Nice, man. It's easy here, mate. I uh, hope you're doing well. Last time I seen you was on the on the golf course down at Queenstown before you went off and got married. So I uh, hope married life's treating you well, bud. Um, quickly, just ask you about this week, the wicket, the wicket at Hagley Oval. What are you expecting? Are you expecting another green seamer? Have you had a wee look at it? And, and uh, how's how's the week been preparations wise? Yeah, fingers crossed it's a green seamer. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, it's probably been, um, it probably hasn't been under the covers as much, um, but the last yeah. couple of days have been nice and over overcast, which always helps us bowlers. So um, fingers crossed the, the ground is producing another one like that, but we're probably preparing for something maybe a little bit um, better, um, I suppose, just, mm. just with the nature of being exposed for a longer period. But we'll, um, I think any game of test cricket, you've just got to be able to adapt, and I think the ability... The ability to adapt fastest will be putting you in a strong position. So, um, yeah, I think the prep's going well. Having the two extra days mm. as well um, makes a big difference with such short turnarounds. What, what can you pinpoint um, how, why you were so, so successful uh, in that last test match, mate? Not, not only with just the ball, with the bat as well. 58 not out. You know, the, the, the tail was wagging. For sure, I heard you talking to Smithy. How you were just doing some shadow batting in in, in the lounge with your old school kookaburra <laughs> bubble, but um, but for you, is there something you can pinpoint it to, like something that made it just really click? Your lines, the way you were bowling, and just the the feel out in, in that match. Um, yeah, I think to be to be honest, it's been something that um, you're constantly just working on your game and and trying to develop mm. different things and and having that confidence piece. Um, which comes from playing cricket um, and being, having a, a lot of domestic cricket this year has been great. Uh, but yeah, I, I, cricket's a funny game, isn't it? You can bowl bowl well and, and not get the rewards, and then other days you you, you seem to pick pick up the scalp. So um, it's hard to pinpoint it. I think uh, just being able to be consistent and, and making sure that as a bowling group we actually cr- created pressure from both ends as well. Um, and I think we're just able to win those little key moments. We keep when we got a wicket, we made it really hard for the next guy to come in, which managed us to mm. kind of get wickets and clumps as well. So when we did uh, have a little bit of momentum, we really did put the foot on the throat as a, as a team. So um, I think that would probably help. Uh, in, in terms of the batting, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, when you're batting with a batsman, it's always a bit of fun. And, and you probably knuckle down a little bit more as well when you see him so close to a milestone. So that probably made it harder because I had to put my shots away. But um <laughs> to be fair, the, it's always it's always been good with the uh, with the bubble. It's been quite quite fun. Nice. Well, mate, you're banned like a top water batter, so we know you got plenty of talent in there. Maybe just uh, that nice freedom to be able to let it come out. But anyway, mate, uh, we'll let you go in a sec because we know that um, that tomorrow is a test match, and we appreciate you guys doing uh, chatting to us as well on uh, on the eve of um, well the day before the test match, but. Um, the South African guys, we know they're a strong side. They bounced back against mm. India and, and ended up winning that series. They're a very proud nation. You must be expecting um, a little bit more fight from them this time around. Yeah, definitely. I think you hit the nail on the head. They're a very proud country and they're a very strong cricketing side and you don't have to look too far back 
uh, the Lithium beating India and then vice versa. I think we've been on the receiving end of, of games like that in the past as well. So you know that um, teams will come back uh, a lot stronger and, and they'll definitely be, be ready with, with this Friday and being a bit more familiar with the conditions and, and our attack as well. So yeah, we're, we're under no illusions that it was a great first test but we're, we're all pretty ready and expecting a, a good a good test match coming for it tomorrow. No, good man. Hey, um, we were just talking before about tantrums and stuff. Who's the biggest tantrum sort of cricketer that you've shared a dressing room with? <laughs> Ever or currently? Because I think you probably know someone in our team that was, does. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who, who can I who was that? I don't want to throw anyone on the bus too much, do you? But um, <laughs> oh, I was you pretty, know what? I was dead, what about bro. on the golf course? What about on the oh, golf on the course? course do you throw your clubs? Waggy. Easy. No, Waggy. I'm not a. I'm not a, a golf. T- I, I kind of just enjoy a good time. So whether I'm playing good golf or not, I'm just happy to be out there. Where um, Waggy has some pretty lofty expectations for himself. I think we had a wee round the other day. And, <laughs> Yeah, it actually resulted in him buying a new driver at the end of the round and then hearing about it <laughs> yesterday. It was the best money he ever spent. And he told us about every single drive of the whole entire round. I wasn't even there. I felt like I was. but So, um, yeah, I think Waggy has to be that. Uh, oh, very good. good. It's oh, not, that's it's gold. Sort of normal for Waggy to get his money out for anything either. So he must really oh, enjoy mate, it. So, I, oh, I, very good, mate. I, I, I was joking. <laughs> 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 oh, good luck. We'll see you down there. I'm, I'm coming down today, so look yeah, forward well to catching up Matt. with you tomorrow. But have a awesome. have a great test match and hope you boys can achieve uh, something you've never achieved before. I know that's something the Black Cats pride themselves on is going where where no uh, no team's been before, and that sits in front of you guys over the next five days. So all the best, mate. Awesome. No, thanks very much. Cheers your time, guys. Awesome. That is Matt Henry, first test match, man of the match, <laughs> and he'll be a prominent figure again in the next test starting tomorrow down there at Hagley Oval. Gee, if they could pull it off, as it's going to be a, a huge result. Hopefully they can. Hey, just moving uh, moving along, we've got to get back um, shortly to Smitty for our temper sleep on it, but I do have to read this text out. I, ha- I haven't thrown my club since I put my driver into the power lines and cut power to over 6,000 <laughs> homes. It wasn't a good day. <laughs> All right, that takes the cake. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we'll be back on the other side with the doyen, the voice of sport for all of New Zealand. That'll be Ian Smith. Back soon.